This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. A little more depth and detail as team coverage of uh, WOKV First Alert traffic continues. A long-awaited return to service is about to get underway this morning as the St. John's River Ferry once again is sailing, suspended in January for Coast Guard maintenance, which is routine but certainly is an inconvenience. Nat Ford is the CEO of JTA, which has taken over ferry operations since the spring of 2016. Nat, thanks for... Are you going to hawk the horn, by the way, when uh, this heads across the uh, river later this morning? Yeah, in addition to that, I'll actually be up in the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A long time waiting for this, and uh, we're happy to get it done. Remind us why this maintenance is necessary, and it doesn't happen like all the time. It's about every three years or so? Yes, yeah, so every three years, we're required by Coast Guard regulations to take the boat out, uh, the water, do a thorough inspection, everything from the hull thickness, the uh, electrical systems, the generators, as well as the engines, and to make sure everything is in tip-top, the steering uh, mechanisms, to make sure it's in tip-top shape and, and, and seaworthy. And I would imagine that it passed all inspections. What is kind of the, if you will, uh, a health check of the uh, ferry as it stands now? And then long-term, what's the future look like? Okay, great. So uh, we actually got a chance to do a uh, you know thorough walkthrough. The boat is in great con- uh, shape, uh, and so it'll give us a number of years of uh, continued service. Uh, however, our plan is, and part of the 2019 extension of the local oxygen gas tax, uh, monies were identified to purchase a second vessel so that these uh, haulouts don't uh, disrupt what is a critical transportation link for our community. So we are designing right now and preparing uh, to actually design and purchase a second boat, uh, and it'll be a hybrid-fueled uh, vehicle, you know, recognizing the environment and making sure it's prepared for the far future. And so we'll have two v- uh, vessels at, uh, at the appropriate time uh, going forward. What's the timeline looking like for that, Nat? Well, it all depends on funding. So we've gotten some of the funding for the local option from the local option gas tax, but that's over 30 years uh, that that funding comes in. So for us to purchase a boat in the next, uh, say, three to five years, uh, we are going to heavily rely, and I, I'm very confident in this, that we'll be able to continue to get federal ferry grant uh, grants that will continue to uh, fund the uh, second ferry. So uh, we're very excited about our opportunity to bring another boat in, say, the next three to five years. You know, I, I know recreational boating uh, continues to get more expensive. I saw one uh, used boat for sale near the Julington Creek Bridge the other day for about twenty-four grand. I would imagine that a brand-new vessel to transport vehicles ain't going to be cheap. What's your projected cost look like for it? <laughs> well, that, that's another great question. So uh, back-of-the-napkin kind of calculation and estimates working with some, uh, some of our es- experts in this space. We're talking about, you know, anywhere between 25 to $30 million for a second vessel. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's why we're going to rely on our success with getting uh, federal grants and comp- complementing what we receive with the local option gas tax. We should be able to get there. Perfect world. Do you hope to have that vessel in by the time the next Coast Guard maintenance is required so that we don't see this many months of an outage? Uh, you know, that would be that we've shared this with a lot of our stakeholders in that area, that that would be a stretch uh, for us to rush and, and purchase a boat. Uh, you know, it, it takes a great deal of design, the procurement process, it takes some time. So there probably will be at least one more haul out disruption uh, for the Mayport Ferry. However, you know, we at, uh, we were able to implement at least some connectivity 
working with the water taxi folks, uh, and they were able to provide pedestrian and bicycle access, uh, you know, uh, while the, uh, the main ferry, the car ferry, was out of service. So that's something we're going to continue to explore so we can minimize the impact uh, the next time we have a haul out. When it comes time to blast that horn, are you going to hold down the thing even uh, longer, like an extra 20 seconds or something, Nat? Well, you know, I, I, I think we, uh, we earned that right as the JTA. <laughs> we, took this over in, we took this over in 2016, and it's in line with our holistic approach as the JTA. You know, everyone knows the buses, but we do the road projects, sidewalks. We believe that uh, the JTA has the potential to do so much more as it relates to safety and transportation in this community. Everything from sidewalks to parking uh, to uh, bicycle usage. Uh, you know, the thing is, look at it from a holistic standpoint, and the ferry is a crown jewel in that uh in our, our, our crown. Just drove past uh, one of the road projects in the Riverside area, in fact, yesterday. Enjoy the trip across the river. JTA pumping in over $23 million in upgrades and improvements to the St. John's River Ferry since it took over operations in the spring of 2016. Nat Ford, CEO of JTA and the St. John's River Ferry, back in service this morning.